0: Hey friends, this is Indra from Family Karma Cast. As a happy new year present to you listeners, and because we haven't had new episodes for a couple weeks now, we thought we would post one of our Thirsty 30, Bravo TV and pop culture episodes, which we normally only offer through our Patreon page. We hope you enjoy it. And if you've been thinking of signing up for our Patreon to receive this extra weekly content, now is the time. Because through the end of this month, we'll continue to offer our weekly Thirsty 30 episodes for just $1 a month. But starting in February, that tier will be locked and it'll increase to $2 a month for anyone who joins after this month. So if you join before the end of this month, you get that $1 a month locked in forever. And um, we suggest that you take advantage of it now if you've been waiting for it. Get it while it's hot. And keep an eye on our Patreon page because we'll be introducing new tiers and incentives for listeners, all of which should be pretty fun. So enjoy this episode. And if you'd like to sign up for our Patreon, please go to patreon.com slash cast with a K and Happy New Year. All right. Take two. Thirsty, 30, in two th- 2022.
1: In 2022.
0: Can you hear me? I can hear you. Okay. Sorry, everyone. We're we're like, we've been we've taken like a week off feeling, I'm feeling refreshed. Like I have new energy in 2022, which I wasn't sure mm. if I was going to have. Honestly, I think seeing that one go away, 2021, Bye. and welcoming all twos. Yeah. <laughs> it's been good for me.
1: And um yeah, I I think it's it's a it's a bright year here in Colorado. There's snow on the ground. Um yes. I, obviously, um our county, I'll put myself in Boulder County has experienced yeah. um serious loss um, that yes. was completely I mean maybe Climate change predicted it, but I'm not going to bring that up. But, you know, uh, 900 homes were burnt down in the town of Superior and in Louisville. And yeah. so I do think we should start our Patreon just yeah. recognizing, you
0: know, people that have lost everything. Yeah, like 900 families have lost everything they own their home, you know, I was I was hearing a radio program yesterday mm. about it, about trauma and loss and how in, you know, the COVID-19 pandemic, like the only sense of safety any of us have had is like, stay at yeah. home, you know, like shelter at home that whole messaging and then you think of all of these families who have lost even that they don't even have a home to like be safe in omicron is raging like all of these different things that people have to think about and like you know the whole thing was stressful for me as someone whose house didn't even burn down but like you know even thinking like is it going to burn down and so it's like All of the, all of those people had to deal with that stress Mm -hmm. and then to realize that they lost their homes and even people who are returning to their homes, you know, I think they are going through a lot and it's just like, this is, this has been so devastating. And so, um, in our last episode that I put up on the main feed, I, I offered a website, um, for the Boulder County wildfire fund Mm. where people can donate, Um, I just want to mention it one more time. Um, If you want to give, you can go to www.coloradogives.org slash Boulder County Wildfire Fund. And I've heard that they've raised like $12 million so far, which is incredible. But also that's just going to scratch the surface of what is needed um, to help these families. You know, I heard a program today on our local radio about... People who lost their homes and they didn't have insurance. Oh my gosh! And yeah. you know what? What does that mean for them? They lost. They can't even get. You know, hopefully, federal assistance, yeah. state assistance will help. But it's really devastating. It's, it really it's is. devastating,
1: and you know. Boulder County right now is is, it's so expensive to rent it's so expensive to purchase a house Um, there's a lot of competition for both and Mm -hmm. um, yeah I mean my sister she lives in Superior she had to flee I'll just give her a story and um, she waited to hear whether her house was burning down or standing up and you know, fortunately, her, well, it, it is a little bit of a risk, but her neighbors stayed back. Yeah. And uh, it just so happens that the fire trucks also parked on her street. They made that the street to park oh, on.
0: So, yeah. So
1: uh, the, the neighbors with hoses all were fighting the fires to keep them away from their houses. Yeah. And um, but the houses
0: down the street you know, burnt down. And um, I know I like. So I saw you in Denver the other day for mm -hmm. lunch. And I said on my way down that I I was sort of hard to see Mm -hmm. the full extent of the devastation on the way back, looking at that hillside of Mm Louisville, just as you're about to go over, you could just see black, like nothing. All the houses are gone. And it's like all it's just well, we've just. Thinking about it is like I can't even I'm I'm feeling just so bad for all of these families. Yeah.
1: And I was reading in The Times, The New York Times, that, um, you know, they have these makeshift, you know, uh, shelters for people. But, uh-huh. um, and this was when it wasn't snowing. Yeah. But people have been walking around all day just to get out. And uh, here, temperatures have dipped down um, the other yeah, night. Yeah, it's
0: been cold. It's been really
1: cold. And I was thinking about, you know, there was, they featured this gentleman who fled with his cat. Mm-hmm. And he would just walk around with his cat in a carrier, you know, during yeah, the day. And I was in the cold. Yeah, and I was thinking of him. It, it's snowing and it was a blizzard out. And it's just like, what? these people's day-to-day
0: life is, you know, no one deserves this. Um, no, no. And it's, you know, they're still trying to figure out what happened. Um, there were a couple of fires in the area. I mean, it was definitely high winds mm-hmm. that, like, made them rage as much as they did. Um, yeah, we, you and I were texting we had that had morning it. before everything happened. It was crazy. It was crazy. I mean, and we've been in such a major drought here that the minute a fire gets sparked by whatever it was. It seems like the really bad fire was started by a shed that was mm. on, uh, I'll just say it's a cult property um, in the side of Boulder County. I'm not going to like blame them because maybe the shed got on fire. Who knows how the shed went on fire, but it that that with wind and a lot of dry grass Yeah. Turns into an insane wildfire that yeah. was really impossible to contain until the wind stopped, which didn't stop for until like the middle of the night. And that's
1: the thing for people that live outside of Colorado. Uh, what happens when you live in Boulder County is the wind, since we're at the foothills of the Rocky Mountains, it just slides down that mountain, mountain and, and it yeah. whips. And it just—it's
0: very intense. Yeah, And it's a mo- They call them the Chinook winds. Yes. They're the most intense winds I've ever heard and or like experienced. And and it's interesting because like just
1: because I lived in Reno, since yeah. Reno's based on the foothills too of the Sierras, uh-huh. it's the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's a it's a real effect. It's a real effect, and um so. So in this coming new year, you know, I think Indra and I, when we had lunch together, we got to catch up and we were feeling grateful and we were actually sitting across from each other kind of feeling good and Mm -hmm. uh, fortunate
0: and I don't know. I think there was a sense of optimism with you and I. What do you think? Yeah, and definitely and we were talking about the podcast cuz we are now approaching year 2 mm-hmm. it's almost been 2 years and so we wanted to let you all know first um that we're going to be changing up the format a little bit um probably doing fewer new episodes mm-hmm. on the main feed just because it's a, a lot of time and um, and beefing up our Patreon, you know, doing a bit more. We're going to be introducing some new tiers. um. And I wanted to just let you all know that as we're making these announcements and you're seeing new things come up on our page, we just want to say thank you to all of you, our OG Karma fam who have been with us since, you know, we started our Patreon that we're gonna be keeping that one dollar a month tier f- available for you guys and anyone who signs up through the end of the month, and then we're gonna lock that tier and um, the entry level will start at two dollars mm-hmm. a month. So, but we want you guys all to keep what you have if you want to stay there. If you want to, you know, increase your support to two dollars a month, we really appreciate that. I mean, I think the Patreon focus is important to me i'll just say that like um this is a lot of work to put this podcast together every week and we love it um but also i think we're seeing that the real way that we can have growth in like you know monetarily for us is going to be through patreon um just because like we have a great loyal listener base that is growing but we're not you have to have like in a really yeah. large amount of listeners to get ad revenue and we're just you know we're we're kind of a small podcast that could and, so uh, yeah <laughs> that's actually a great way and
1: actually um we're also trying to figure out um if if it's it's possible and makes sense to join um a podcast network and so, yeah, so i i put something yeah. on twitter just Mm -hmm. like what networks do you what podcasts do you listen to that are tied to certain networks Um, and Mm -hmm. we're kind of doing the groundwork here and if there's anyone you know who has connections to a certain network
0: that you think we'd be a good fit you know just reach out to us dm us yeah absolutely we're We're trying to figure that out, too. But, you know, I mean, I think one of the things I love about Patreon is that it's given us such a direct connection Mm. to our listeners, to all of you listening right now, like, um the messaging and just knowing that you're out there and that you like signed up for this extra content because you enjoy listening to it. Like that means so much to yeah. us. And um, so, yeah, we want to, we want to do more. We're going to be offering like a couple more episodes per month for a higher tier, some other incentives, like just some fun stuff. So we'll be posting that probably in the coming weeks. So keep your eyes out for that. And yeah, okay. Should we talk about what's going on in pop culture and yeah. Bravo? What what is tickling your fancy right now? Well, I feel like I'm a little off like I'm a little I'm behind in Bravo because um of the holiday Mm -hmm. week I had a lot of family in town and then with all the weather and the fires and stuff like I didn't really have internet for like several days (laughs) so I wasn't really able to like watch anything and so I'm catching up now so I'm a little behind on Bravo stuff but can still talk about that um I there's been some pop culture things that have come up like okay can we talk about Kanye and this new woman, Julia Fox, who did they did this like they went on a date, and then all of these like extremely professional like artsy photos of them on the date right. came because out because they they. It, it was revealed
1: in page six that um, Kanye brings his own photographer. Okay. Like to everything he does. Um, I don't know. But like, I'm always like, I always think of like Beyonce. Did you did you see the Beyonce documentary where she's like, I video everything I do and keep it in this like climate controlled no. yeah she oh keeps it in this climate
0: controlled <laughs> like vault, vault. like my whole so she's like planning for like when I die I don't know but but I they I, can I release it all I couldn't
1: imagine I could imagine that Kanye could be it, it's possible
0: he could do something similar I totally when you have enough money and um Ego, yeah, <laughs> and you know those two things yeah. combined create. This. And I think,
1: like you know, I I listened to this week's Who Weekly, or maybe it was, yeah. And they they were like, you know, put it really frank. It's like he wants press, she wants press. It makes yeah. sense, and you know, the, page six is all over it. Okay,
0: so I don't. Who is Julia Fox? Do you know anything about her? So
1: she's an actress. Um, she I don't even know. She's gorgeous. Um. I yes, don't know that's... much. And, and that's the thing. It's like for me in 2022, I'm I don't know how much I'm going to get invested in these like, you know, <laughs> these little these little stories because he's been dating a lot of different
0: women. And oh, he has. Yeah. Oh, okay. This get, is the first one I've really like yeah, ju- up just on. to
1: get I- in my opinion, just to get the press coverage, and you know, Kim mm. seems to be not settled in, but just kind of doing her thing with Pete, with Pete, and and bless her, you know. But but Kanye. You know, it's. I'm sure it's rattling Kanye. It would rattle me.
0: And didn't he buy? I heard he bought the house across from the Kardashians, and he I, and he's, he's like moving. Sh- in. Oh, okay. I don't know. Like, I knew there was a purchase or a sale. I, I don't. Yeah, know. it just feels. It feels very obvious to me that he is hurting. Seeing because, like, I mean, yeah. I think we can. It's safe to say now that Kim and Pete stuff is absolutely real. They're dating. They're like falling in love. Maybe they're in love. Like maybe they're and just fucking. And I, I totally support this. Yeah, maybe you know. <laughs> Whatever they're doing, they look happy. Like the pictures of them, they look fucking happy. I remember Lost Cult,
1: uh, Lost Culturistas. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, I need to check my thing. I think I signed up for a workout class that I'm definitely not going to right now. <laughs> um, it's it's funny because it's like. Um, Oh, shit. Oh, no. No, I'm supposed to meet my friend there right now. This isn't good. <gasps> oh, no. Uh, do a- you need to go? No, it's at 10 o'clock. Oh, crap. Uh, anyway, uh, do you mind if I just text her really
0: quick? Yeah, okay, go ahead. Cool. Sorry. Go ahead. We'll take a little pause here. Okay, back in business. <laughs> 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 oh, my Someone's God. Someone's well, sitting t- uh, on. Please
1: apologize to your friend. Brandy, For me, I'm you're very sitting sorry. on, like, the Muay Thai mat right now. <laughs> yeah <laughs> hands wrapped maybe gloves oh on stretching oh in your gosh. muay thai gear and no i am not there to be your holding partner oh. so just everyone i do i i did it and i stopped for a little bit because of covid i do this thing called muay thai it's really excellent i recommend it yeah. but i was supposed to meet one of my holding partners which means she holds the pads we hold them for each other and we we go back and forth and uh, do drills on each other. And I was supposed to meet her right now. And oh. this is just, you know, I'm going to shrug it off.
0: You know what? <laughs> Apologize is- and
1: shrug it off. We're doing the best we can in 2022. Absolutely.
0: And I think like, you know, we were talking about at some point, like how there's like a bigger picture here. <laughs> like, What is the big picture? The, this is when things like this happen, like, I hope your friend can, a- can appreciate. Like I'm sure she's not mad she's at you. She's just the- kind of like. Things like this happen. And she sent it to me.
1: I've been sitting there with my Muay Thai gear and
0: she has yeah, not arrived. Yeah.
1: And-, and that is okay.
0: <laughs> it's okay. Like uh, uh, just bringing it back to like the fires and the enormity of all that's happened like with that situation. It's like mistakes happen, you know, like if you miss a, a friend date or an exercise date. <laughs> We're Life all d- we're all
1: doing our best. Some <laughs> people are doing better than others with doing Some our best, doing um, and we're both witnessing that. And um, absolutely, but just get to the Kanye stuff. Um, I have oh, yeah, said yeah. totally on this podcast a bunch of times. My heart goes out to Kanye. Yes, um, yes. I think he's dealing with a lot. Um, <sighs> you know, I, I'm sure. You know, we've we've all gone through the heartache of split it yes split up with uh getting our heart broken and the ego getting crushed the heart getting crushed uh I couldn't imagine what it's like to have the mother of your children yes uh just kind of move forward the best way she could
0: um absolutely it's like it's I they were together for a long time mm -hmm. and like divorce is gonna be painful like no matter if you want it or not like the, just like the sadness of a relationship ending, seeing people move on, like all of that. It's, it's really hard. It's like not easy. And especially Um, when,
1: you know, you have your, your ex is on the cover of tabloids or what have you.
0: all the time, all the time, Uh, both of them, both of them. And that's why, he, you know,
1: I think he wants to kind of build the ego a little bit. And I'm not, I'm not saying that's wrong. Uh, I'm yeah. just saying that you know he he's got a, he's not hurting anyone. No, he's actually he's not. like giving
0: the limelight a
1: little bit, highlighting. This I mean, other person. I thought
0: the pictures were interesting. I haven't <laughs> seen the pictures yet, but now I interested. they're like very artsy and like have this kind of dark vibe. And I guess like the thing is like he gave her like a whole room full of mm. like designer clothing hmm. as a gift, which is like that feels a little something it's just a little much but um anyway okay so let's talk about have you seen salt lake city i have seen the beginning of this last episode i do want to talk about the horrific things that mary said to jenny at her lunch because i mean that is the most like straight like the racist shit that mary has said Mm. this season is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. I mean, what do you think?
1: I think I think that Mary's lived in a very small world. Yes. That she makes the rules. Yeah. And she has created a reality around herself that the and rules of like society are are very different. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And Mary can say things in that space that you and I would be horrified by. You know what I mean? But
0: she's saying them on yes. national now television. Now it's
1: like, <laughs>
0: that small world is on national television. You know what yes. I mean? And, and but And she's so like it's comp the extra layer with the racism is that she is a black woman herself. And so I don't want I just um it just makes it like I think it points to this more painful like reality when it comes to like racism mm. is that like, there's a ton of internalized mm-hmm. racism. And, um, and while I don't think she said like anything directly about the black community, I mean she's made comments about like the Latinx community. She now she's talked she about Jenny's slanty about, eyes.
1: I will say in season one about not going to I think it was a Seven Eleven. The
0: Seven so Eleven was she, that her yeah, or Jen no, it was Shaw. her because it of, was married. Uh, okay,
1: no. was it black people were in front of it and and
0: I could be yeah. wrong. So. Um, but then at the same time we see, did you catch that like short conversation? She's like, I'm going to have lunch at this garden. She's talking to Robert senior, her husband. And he's like, yeah, whatever. And hangs up the phone. Like yeah, the dismissiveness it's, it's, of that man. There's a
1: lot of, and and I do want to add just being an Italian, mocking yeah. an Italian accent just throwing that in there when she had her italian oh when did she do that i she had her italian uh cooking lesson oh yes oh uh, i and, thought and, of you when i that saw that you yeah. know i i'm not going to you know hold her hand to the fire but you know it's it, it's not fun uh yeah. you know seeing people mock like italians but anyway um there's a lot of pain with mary and i think it bleeds yeah. into and and i think like I'm not I don't know how to say this but like I've seen people in my life that feel so insecure about themselves that they mm-hmm. are ready to just put down people at the drop of the hat to say that they're better than them to make themselves feel better. Yeah. And yep. and I wonder I don't know if mm-hmm. there's some element of that because, like, I I think, and I've talked about a little bit on this podcast, but a lot with you and I. There's very mm-hmm. much in this country and us and them mentality. Well, mm-hmm. at least we're not them because I'm me. You know what I mean? To raise yourself yeah. up, and I've seen it with like Ramona. You know, I've mm-hmm. seen it with Mary. What I think, you know, with Ramona and Mary, and. I'm, I'm really glad, though, that Jenny kind of had a really calm conversation with her. Yeah. I was questioning why Meredith was the tie to Mary that Meredith <sighs> has and supporting. I that mean, we I, should I support one that. another.
0: We should support one another. But no, but um, it doesn't make sense it doesn't, why Meredith has hitched her wagon to Mary like this. Like, I just the only thing I can think is like production was like, this mary is going needs- to be your storyline yeah, is that's going actually to be really good you point. defending mary and it's just it feels really just back again to this like very inauthentic vibe on that show right and
1: i i agree i actually watched it through because you and i at lunch had the conversation with things feel inauthentic and yeah When I watched this last season, I definitely put those lens on. Yeah. And it's tough. I mean, it was a tough watch because everything just felt a lot of things. Not everything just felt a little inauthentic. Yeah. Um, I was not able to
0: kind of relax
1: in the saddle and just let.
0: Like enjoy it. Enjoy it. Yeah. Because I mean, the reality is, is like we know being a part of this community and whatever. Like, Bravo viewers are smart. Yeah, They're not idiots. We pick apart stuff. We realize when, like, people are just telling us stories. Like, it's not... There's just, like, yeah, the lack of authentic content is kind of getting a little frustrating and for me. I think
1: like I want to bring this up again but you and I have talked on this which I don't know why I'm harping on this one thing whether it's authentic or not I have yeah. no idea but like do you think Jenny's husband wanted a sister wife wants a sister wife or was that production
0: why am- I don't know why I'm harping on it well because it was such a like out it's there. such an example of something where it really could be real or something that was totally because manufactured. it's in their culture.
1: That's the thing. So I thought it was real, and then I'm hearing it's like manufactured. What is your I, stance on that?
0: I think I don't know. He seemed serious to me. He
1: did, and and <laughs> was it his dad or his grandpa
0: had who, the who had done who had multiple wives? It was it was someone in his like male lineage who had done this as well so it's not like it was totally out of left field they do live in salt lake city where people have sister wives yeah so like it wasn't totally out of left field i was like shocked that it was like the vietnamese family right that was talking about this but you know i mean i think it feels real to me as yeah, much as I that's can. That I feels thought. more real to me than like Meredith defending Mary for no fucking reason. Yeah. You know? And, like,
1: and a, a hard pill for me to swallow mm-hmm. um, in Salt Lake City. Yeah. Um, I'm just like, you know, I've mentioned on this podcast, I'm trying to digest pop culture through like a compassionate understanding mm-hmm. lens. Maybe those aren't the words, but just I, my... I feel like I, not as like catty. Yeah, not as catty. Trying, yeah. trying. It's, yeah. it's hard. Yeah. It's hard because this is the way I've been conditioned. But um, I, did you get to the part where Jen Shaw was sitting
0: with her mom? I have not gotten to that part,
1: but talk about it. You no, know, go
0: for it. Do go you for mind it.
1: if I talk to you about it? OK, so Jen Shaw for me is a tough watch. Mary Crosby Cosby is a t- tough watch. Um and I Is hate it Crosby saying this. or Cosby? I don't know. I think it's, I think it's Crosby. Is it I Crosby? think it's Crosby. Yeah. Um so Jen Shaw is sitting with her mom. With Jen's mom? Jen's mom. Okay. Who we haven't seen on screen no, before. No, 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 no. So so what I'm thinking from a production standpoint, Jen Shaw production standpoint have your mom on there. Yeah. You know, do all these things to show like your human, your family life, you're good with you. You're a family woman. Yeah. So her and her mom are sitting there. And Jen's mom is talking about how she worked as a school teacher. Mm -hmm. And Jen's saying, you know, she's innocent. And you know, the verdict's still out there, the court hasn't convicted her. But I think it's I don't know yeah. what the court case is. And Jen Shah's mom is talking about how she put up her pension, like all these things for the yeah. million dollar retainer <gasps> that Jen no.
0: Shah, Oh my God.
1: Yeah. Your reaction is the same Oh my one God. that I was feeling and Jen, Jen Shah's mom so mom is crying, Jen saying she's innocent and that, you know, uh, the mom saying, you know, when you're, you're, free of this you're gonna build this nice house and you're gonna have like a special room for me and that's what I'm banking on and why I'm putting up my whole future my pension yeah pension and maybe the mortgaging of her
0: her house her own house but definitely her pension her teacher pension I mean (sighs) that's tough It's her mother right like and she wants to believe her like I mean I that's heartbreaking that's really hard and I'm gonna be a
1: headline um You know a headline journalist in the sense of like it seems
0: like what she did she's guilty it seems that way like (laughs) yeah and it's a it seems like some bad shit was going on it's it's kind of out I think the question is now is it going to be all pinned on Stu is it going to be all pinned on Jen or is it going to be both of them I think I think Stu's like Stu's talking Right? Yeah, he we've read. He's, Stew's he's talking. trying, he's like, I'm gonna tell you everything to save his ass. And that's we what haven't I heard.
1: seen the inside of Stu's closet. <laughs> we haven't seen <laughs> We haven't seen a party that Stu's hosted that cost tens of yes. thousands of dollars. Yes. Um yeah. we haven't seen Stu in his house on the computer making deals, quote unquote. And so that's when my relationship with Bravo and stuff is 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 getting tested right now.
0: Yeah. 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 Like totally. You seem to like I feel it too. I mean, I think that like this time of year is kind of weird in general, but it's like the shows aren't showing up as much as I want them to. I am I have not caught up on Miami. I think that's probably the best show right now yeah i'm frustrated and that did it's you not read just, that like, alexia's on, i thought of you because alexia's son her son i saw that so apparently he has been con- convicted or arrested. arrested for domestic violence <sighs> against a girlfriend which is like there's so much darkness with him i know which like that is kind of like upsetting but um i'm not caught up but The other thing. okay. so another thing I want to bring up about Salt Lake City, which I'm seeing. Mm -hmm. So obviously the comments that Mary made at the luncheon about Jenny's slanty eyes. I'm sorry. I
1: feel like I took it in a different direction. No, no, no. I'm just I'm
0: seeing this this um, comment. So I'm in I'm on this like text (laughs) thread with like the. People who moderate on Club I love Bravo you, on Club and House. that's why
1: Indra is doing the hard work and why no, you I need to be like, on
0: Patreon. I have like I have muted it, so I only look at it like okay. every once in a while. And um so people are upset with Mary, but they're also upset, and I have to say I was a little bit like turned my head when Heather was like, Jenny, you look like an anime character. Wow. And, so, and I'll say
1: it didn't register. I remember her saying that and it didn't register.
0: I with was me. like, I gave her a pass, I'm going to say, because mm. I was like, I don't see malintent here. But now that I'm seeing other people talking about it, I'm like, yeah, that weird feeling I had was something. Do I think Heather will apologize for that? Absolutely. Absolutely. Like Heather. Yeah. Do I think Mary will ever apologize for her shit? absolutely not. Well, she did do that uh like speared. <laughs> so, I guess like the rumor is she didn't show up to the reunion. Marrying. So, so I saw that on Twitter and then I heard that
1: that's not her official um her official Twitter, but but oh, people okay. could be speculating across the board. Yeah. I'm of the I'm of the mind as a Bravo viewer, if you don't show up to the
0: reunion you shouldn't be allowed back the following season yes 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 that is part of the contract because the reunion let's be real is the point where the women have to take accountability Mm -hmm. for whatever they did that was like shitty on the season and they have to kind of like talk about it you know and if you just don't even show up don't show up and no
1: i have i i just am curious like Again, I'm not a part of that text thread. Yeah. But just throwing it out there, uh, just using the example of small worlds. It's like Heather yeah. has lived in such a small world, right? Oh, her, my she, gosh. She went from, you know, bop, ba always, you know, under the Mormon umbrella and I totally understand that people are upset at her yeah. um, comments. But, you know, um, period. No but. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if I'm curious, just for the people that are upset, if Heather yeah. realizes and apologizes, mm-hmm. can there be a level of understanding, cool, understanding yeah. work on it, not move on because cause words cut, yeah. uh, but just coming from it from kind of like the small world onto yeah. the Bravo screen kind of thing.
0: Well, I think the conversation we've been having a lot is about around like Cancel culture Mm -hmm. being toxic in that it like shuts people out, and then there is no room for growth. And it's like, where are these people who there is room for growth? And if there's anyone on any housewife show where I could see growth in this arena, it's Heather. I mean, this woman is like, we're. I actually appreciate Heather's storyline so much. I do too like opening up with her sister and brother and how she's like, really rejected this whole life that she thought was real and, like, moving through, like, a new reality and, like, seeing her succeed in that and then also seeing maybe her make a not-so-great comment like that to Jenny, which she meant in, like, the best way, Mm -hmm. but it came out the wrong way. This is a learning opportunity. This is not a place where we should be shutting someone out of the conversation. With Mary, it's different. It's just different because Mary is, the way she says it is so like, you know, she clearly has no compassion for people outside of her little bubble. Mary,
1: and and the thing, I don't know if I want to get into the Mary, you said it, Mary digs her heels in is what Heather, I think what's interesting about Heather in which I mentioned before, and I said, I'll say what I used to do is the us and them. Uh-huh. Is like the better what I said before is is better than they're below them. And yeah. Heather points that out mm-hmm. every chance she gets
0: mm-hmm. in the
1: sense of like, wait, it with the new glasses on. I used to be like, if you weren't this, I'm better than you and whatever. And I think um, just in regards to cancel culture, um, I said on the previous recording that didn't record well. (laughs) So this is the second time. Yeah. Is, you know, I've been listening to uh, Dolly Parton's America. It's a great podcast on WNYC. It was released, I think, a couple of years ago. Great recommendation. Recommendation. Great for going into 2022. And, you know, I've been thinking about cancel culture for a while Mm -hmm. and dolly brings up um which is something that uh, happened in this country is you know not just from the left but from the right when the Dixie Chicks, after 9-11, mm-hmm. said that they were, you know, they were did a, a concert in London, and they said, "We're from Texas. Our president George Bush is from Texas, and we're embarrassed to be yeah. from the same place that George Bush is." And we saw that uh, the, the Dixie, fallout. The fallout. I mean, they were the number one country group in America. Yes, and they were. They were huge, huge, huge. Because we have younger audience uh, yeah. is our main audience, but they were like the Dixie Chicks were everywhere. Yeah, and cancel culture before social media. Mm-hmm. That's so true. You know, um the right totally uh misplaced cut them out, cut them out, and not ruined because they are ma- they are making music still, but. Uh, tore them down. Yeah, from their, their position. Career, their I careers mean, their music, plummeted.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. And
1: and listen, I'm not saying you so know. So does Do- does Dolly talk about that? Yeah, because she has an episode called Dolitics, which I talked to you about in person. Yes. Of like why. You know, she she also believes like my politics are my my politics. I'm not there to be They're my business. Yeah. And, and, you know, if we want to get into pop culture, you know, Taylor Swift was taking the same stance for a while. Mm-hmm. But
0: she actually broke. She, that, And then she yeah. came out.
1: Yeah, she broke that. But Dolly's like, I'm not here to be a political pundit. I'm here to make people feel good. Yeah. I'm here to uh bring joy and compassion and love to people, yeah,
0: and I respect that and I respect like what Taylor Swift did and in being like 100%. I actually do need to speak out. so I mean, and i I respect both of their decisions, yeah,
1: and same,
0: yeah, I think it's like it has to be something that you truly want to speak about and is um. And just because Dolly's not talking about her politics mm-hmm. in a public way doesn't mean that she doesn't feel no, not that she all. can't be an activist or do things that she believes in in other in private ways, more exactly. private.
1: Exactly. And Dolly like, you know, she says in the podcast she doesn't call herself a feminist. Yeah. But Dolly in my opinion is one of the biggest feminists out there.
0: Yeah, it's so funny how the term feminist has become so complicated it is like it's become it, in certain circles it's looked at as like a bad thing. yes um in some like very liberal circles, it's like, oh, that's not enough. I like know. and it's like when can we just like support women? I think and I think I'll, I'll just if you don't mind I'll share my story so yeah. I think I've talked about on this
1: podcast like I grew up very conservative Catholic Roman Catholic yeah. Italian oh,
0: Diana, that's so funny I think I've talked about growing
1: yeah. up in a conservative uh, yeah,
0: yeah. Just like, just like, but I will add to this is yes.
1: um so I listen to Rush Limbaugh every day you do with my father yeah my, oh, oh not when you were when oh, I was I th- growing up I was like wait isn't he deaf? no no and um so I I it was in my house wow. playing, on wow. every day when I went into my dad's car, you know. And so I knew all the rhetoric. Uh, we went to Rush Fest. Um, <gasps> yeah, I went to Rush Fest. I this, didn't
0: even know that existed.
1: It happened, I think, in but Grand- you went. Yeah, we drove like five hours. Oh my god, to go to Rush Fest in the nineties. And I say this because growing up, the first. Ideas about feminism for me, mm-hmm. and I think Heather can kind of like there's there's people in the 90s that experience women in the 90s or non-binary or whatever that experience too is like feminism for me was force-fed as this really bad thing. And Rush Limbaugh had a term called feminazi.
0: You've not have you heard about this? Um, I probably have heard about it and blocked it out because it's yeah. such, so horrific.
1: So like you know this was part of the 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 ultra conservative right yeah you know and especially when hillary clinton kind of came into the picture that was when like rush went really hard and so like my first term in my head of using the like the idea of feminism was always a feminazi wow wow and like i think about that all the time you know especially Uh you know of women can't win You know what I mean? Like, we just can't win. uh, And I don't know where I'm going with that. But, you know, feminism for all of us, whatever color skin you have, whatever background you have is a really complicated thing and it is i don't know it's even like i feel like i i I don't know sometimes i'm like i don't label myself as anything because it's like if i label myself a feminist i'm gonna if i attach myself to that i might let some feminists down with certain things i do and stances i take
0: well yeah and again i just think it's an example for like rhetoric and like overanalyzing it is just like getting in the way of like what we're all really trying to achieve here which is like more equality, more equity for women, like 100%. better treatment, equal pay. You know, all of these things. Abortion
1: rights. Yeah, I. Mean, I yeah, uh, we've talked. You and I, a hundred percent, believe in abortion rights, and yeah. um, I don't think you have to be a feminist to agree with. Like a woman has the well, right you know to her own body, right?
0: <laughs> I mean, and you're probably familiar with this. You know, I have a friend who went very hard in her 30s into Catholicism. And so I've actually learned a lot about some of the more like hardcore Mm -hmm. Catholic things through her, which have been all horrifying, I have to say. And one of the ones that's most horrifying to me is that there's a whole movement in Catholicism around feminism being keeping women in the home to take care of children and serve their husbands. Mm, and that's, that, that is truly that that's being feminist. Femini- yes, that's being feminist. Huh. That is honoring what women were meant to do on this planet. And so when you say the word feminism, it's like, whose feminism are we talking about? You and know, that's
1: the thing. It's like, and it is a word. And, and that's, that's something I have thought about my older you know like uh I think about you and I talk about hippies a lot quote unquote yeah and you can you can call yourself a hippie but yeah. is a hippie driving your Range Rover that's all decked or your out to, <laughs> yeah to the Grateful Dead show and and I'm not trying to be funny I and I'm not like saying it's not but like yeah. wearing patchwork doing boomers yeah. Uh, boomers are mushrooms everyone's and getting drunk and driving home drunk like does fe- it, not feminism but is, is that being a hippie like I uh, yeah or I always think of like Alan is Gons- that all
0: peace love and yeah. happiness you and know what like, is that yeah I always
1: think of like like when I was in my my teens and I first moved to New York I was really into the beat scene and mm-hmm. I, obviously I missed it but like um, you know but the just, remnants the, of it. just yeah. like discovering and I always thought when I was younger of like wow it, Allen Ginsberg was such a hippie because like he would show up to protest wearing like a fucking suit <laughs> you know what I mean like that's that's oh like, my god that's like punk to me
0: you know this what I mean this reminds me of like I heard this podcast about like it was, so there's this metal, so metal music. We yes. all know metal is like metal yes. and like whatever. <laughs> and then there was this album made of like jazz standards. Sure. Of metal songs. Like, like here comes the Sandman done like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you know, and it's like, the complete opposite genre but they're covering it but like this, this is that metal no so then this metal expert gets on he's like in some ways this is like this the is most so metal, metal thing you can so ever do. metal you know what I mean yeah and it's like I think that's something that I admire is those people's people who can truly like, just not give, give a, a fuck, fuck in some ways. Yeah. And like, like, they're, I were, sorry. Yeah. They're, I think they're of, able to go against the grain in a genuine a way. You know, I think of,
1: you know, I love my husband. Uh, yeah. Andrew to me is like very punk. Like he really, you know him. He doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. And like we were talking like, do you ever talk to Patrick about this? Like, would we be friends in high school? Like, would you have been attracted to me? Like, we, we've we had... Uh,
0: yeah, of... we've had basic conversations yeah. like that. I think so, yeah. And yeah. Like, how's it go for you guys?
1: Uh, he said, I would have thought you were a go-getter stuck-up bitch, but I would have been <laughs>
0: secretly attracted to you. <laughs> oh, that's kind that's of cute. Okay. I like um, that. What about you guys? Um, We haven't really dug into it. I think I've thought about it in my world that we'll have like that
1: conversation can I put that little pin in there for you
0: guys yeah that- we'll have that conversation I think it probably would have been this sad story of me being like oh look at that like attractive white guy who plays sports <laughs> oh my god <laughs> who has no interest in me oh my
1: gosh so the reason why I bring that up is because yeah. uh you know Andrew is picked on and stuff like that because mm-hmm. you know he's always just done his own thing and he was just, like, casually, he, 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 I, I constantly n- learn new things about him. Mm-hmm. Um, That's great. That's a yeah, really good thing. It, because he's just not a sharer. You know, he yeah. doesn't, like, brag about anything. Um, but then he, like, you should tell people about those things. Like, like, it's yeah. not all, like roses and rainbows that he that's good that he does it and we were talking and he was like yeah he's like so for my high school picture you know I got I asked to borrow my friend's dress and wore it for my high school picture <laughs> I was like what yeah for a senior portrait I can totally his see friend's that dress and wore it as I a can fuck you and like to me that. like
0: that's that's punk or like even going yeah. to a punk show, wearing a suit. Like, no, when you can do something like that and just be like, yeah, I'm fucking doing this. <laughs> like I, me in high school, I just wanted to be like everybody yeah. else. And I, I wanted hear, same, to blend in same. and I never could. And that's all I wanted. So,
1: <laughs> well, and know. I think we should all think about this and like, can we bring it to 2020? It's like, I think about myself and uh, Andrew has a collection of bolo ties,
0: yeah, uh-huh. so that's awesome. Me.
1: And I've wanted to start wearing bolo ties cuz I'm do like it. fully into like Dolly and like fuck yeah. it, like Trump's out, let's bring back the cowboy boots and stuff like that. Yeah. And like let's all do something like that in like 2022, like a little bit of a fuck It's it.
0: a new year, new What's beginnings. Your um I don't even know. Honestly, I'm just like, you can marinate on that. I've had like a pretty dark few months. (laughs) So I'm just like happy to like, I'm trying to just like the little things that bring me happiness, I'm trying to really sink into those. So that's what gives me. Yay. That's my fucking is like little things, you know? What
1: it, what uh, in pop culture right now do you think people should kind of discover in 2022? Something okay, so like
0: Okay, so I mentioned this on the last Patreon, but I I've actually watched it now. It's the BBC um short series limited series called vigil it's on peacock i keep seeing it and it's it's like six or seven episodes you you breeze through them easy breezy, you breeze through it you, you have to put the subtitles on because those <laughs> scottish accents uh, are tough, tough. But there are attractive people. There's a, there's a South Asian person. Is there um, anyone that person. we would know? There's actually a few South Asians on the show, really? but one that's like featured more than others. Um, Rose Leslie is in this, and she is, she is from um, Game of Thrones. She's married to Jon Snow like they were I'm they so like bad. had sex I'm, on the show and now they're actually married in real life Are you serious Yeah I don't she's know like these people She's like redheaded gorgeous like it's not <gasps> oh, like a great I do know her. Show. Yeah she's beautiful and she's she's a great actress and the show is like it's just like it's if you're looking for like a murder mystery yeah. kind of fun light, it's not fun, but like it's like, I don't know. I found myself like getting excited to watch it every night with Patrick, That's which awesome. like, you know, I kind of had lost that for a little while there. So um I am watching reluctantly. Patrick won't watch it. But this season <laughs> of The Bachelor. <laughs> OK, and, so I um, have. OK, why? <sighs> OK. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm rubbing
1: my head. Yeah. Deanna looks distressed, everybody. (laughs) Okay. Distressed. Okay. So I've never seen this man before. Yeah. Why did they put pictures of him with puppies?
0: Because they want him to be this big, burly, beefy football player guy with a soft, sensitive side. Okay. So he's not in like puppy rescue and... No. He's like a from what I can tell he's a very nice person who has not done a lot of thinking about life because he's an attractive (laughs) white man and um I think he's he's starting the beginning of maybe like having an interesting life right now well
1: and that's something to watch and another thing is I I can't sometimes tell those guys apart the bachelor folks and, and I can't (laughs) <laughs> Always tell the women apart. And I, no, I mean this the is women, no shade. I they just are the bodies look the same, the faces kind of it's I, becoming more and
0: more homogenous.
1: I thought he was Colton. Like when I kept on saying yes.
0: I he, am seeing so many memes about that. Really? And I'm also I saw this hilarious meme. It's so true. It's like the like the cast of The Bachelor, it's like te, it's like one of those um like model ads that's like 10 women they're all white with blonde hair and look kind of the same it's like that is kind of what we're dealing with here um you know to his credit he did give his first impression road to rose to a woman of color and i don't think it was like a oh i should do this i think he genuinely like likes her and everything so that added a little bit of like i always love to see interracial stuff yes. on these shows like maybe because i'm in an interracial mm-hmm. relationship you know i don't know if you're out there and you appreciate that kind of thing too will you let me know because it makes me excited to see that um so i'm gonna watch it like maybe mary if she's watching will will chat yeah. about it with me on the patreon if any of you are watching as well No, Shade, if you're not watching, I have, for the first time in my life, I have major Bachelor burnout, for sure. That's what
1: you were saying, and it sounds like it. And then, so this will wrap, and then it'll go to Bachelor in Paradise? No,
0: so then they'll do the bachelorette starting usually they start in like late May Jesus. and then that goes right into bachelor paradise and oh then they take the God. fall off us- usually but this but they- year's just been like back to back seasons of stuff and it's like <sighs> it's wearing thin especially like the formula for like the bachelor and bachelorette where mm. it's like one person dates 30 people like mm-hmm. it gets old if you see it over and over too much cuz like the beginnings of these seasons are always kind of like, uh, you know, like are they I'm traveling just waiting. In to get. I think they are going to travel. Yeah. Okay. They've started up the travel again. Okay. So. Well, that's, That's good, I guess. Yeah. Um, Okay, I have to run. This has been an extra long episode today because we took last week off. And again, just thank you all for being with us. Stay tuned for more updates on how we're going to be updating the Patreon. And um, next week on the podcast, I'm excited. We're going to talk about the 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 Diwali episode from Oh my God, just like that. This SATC reboot. And I think we're just going to talk about the show in general. Yeah. So that will be kind of, I'm, a, I'm looking forward to that episode. So as we always do, we say Namaste, namaste, namaste bitches. bitches.